I'm John, and this is D-O-L-W-2, episode 33, The Rite of Sodomy. And I'll be reading from The Rite of Sodomy, Homosexuality in the Roman Catholic Church, by Randy Engel, volume 4, pages 1060 to 1073. And after that, a reading from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The Reactivation of the Major Commission. On January 24, 1994, to their shock and dismay, Gramic and Nugent, who had just returned from a sabbatical at the Catholic University of Louvain, and their religious superiors received word that the Major Commission, which they believed had self-destructed, was ready to begin its formal proceedings five years and nine months after Archbishop Piolaghi had appointed the three-member task force. Incredibly, the Gramic and Nugent case would drag on for seven more years before a partial resolution of the conflict was reached, bringing the total number of years of investigation of the pair to 13. During the interim period, Bishop Maida had been installed as the fourth Archbishop of Detroit on June 12, 1990. Like John Cardinal Dearden and Edmund Cardinal Joka before him, Archbishop Maida took no disciplinary action against Auxiliary Bishop Thomas Gumbleton, who was permitted to continue his role as an advisor in new ways. The following is a general timetable for proceedings of the reactivated Maida Commission and the Congregation for Institutes of Consecrated Life and Societies of Apostolic Life, CICL and the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, CDF, that eventually assumed control of the case after the Maida Commission had filed its report with Rome in 1995. Except for some preliminary communication that went on between the Commission and the defendants and their religious superiors from March 1988 to late May 1989, the members of the Commission had only met for one three-day meeting prior to the reactivation of the commission in January 1994. For the convenience of the reader, the notes that record the programs and activities of Gramic and Nugent and the superiors from the time of the major commission begins its formal inquiry until the Holy See delivers its verdict on Father Nugent and Sister Gramic are set in a different typeface. The Major Commission Timetable and Notes, 1994 to 2001. 1994, January 24, Commission Chairman Major asks the defendants, Sister Janine Gramic and Father Robert Nugent and their religious superiors to a March 18 procedural meeting. January 26, Gramic and Nugent submit statement to the commission containing selected passages from building bridges. February 14, in a letter to Eduardo Cardinal Martinez Somalo, prefect for the CICL in Rome, the defendants protest the procedures and make up of the Maya commission and continue to meet with their superiors. February 25, Vatican informs Gramics Immediate Superior Sister Patricia Flynn, SNND, SSND, that the Commission stands as is. March 15, General Superior Sister Patricia Flynn in protests the presence of Dr. Janet Smith on the Commission. March 18, first meeting in Detroit is held to examine procedures to be used in the investigation. Walter Hurley, a staff member of the commission, is in attendance. Gramic and Nugent and the superiors, Sister Christine McCauley, SNND, SSND, and Father Portland, SDS, continue to protest the composition of the commission. Protest is noted and dismissed 
the Commission agrees to use Building Bridges, written in 1992 by Gramic and Nugent, as the primary document of its investigation along with other materials from New Ways workshops and seminars. Gramic and Nugent affirm that Building Bridges is the most representative of their works. They state they were at the hearing under duress. The objection to the proceedings is noted. March 28, Sister Christine McCauley files a protest against Commission member Dr. Janet Smith on the basis that she lacks pastoral experience. Protest is rooted, protest is noted and dismissed. April, the month is taken up with providing the defendant's superiors with technical papers related to the hearings. Commission members query Nugent and Gramic on the meaning and implications of statements in Billing Bridges. All responses are to be made in writing. May 11, the Detroit Archdiocese issues a press release on the Maida Commission. March 25, a second trial is held in Detroit with Gramic and Nugent in the presence of two of their three advisors. June 9, Commission reviews New Ways workshops handouts provided by Nugent and Gramic. It sends additional queries to defendants on the nature of their ministry to homosexuals. June 24, Nugent and Gramic are reported in writing to questions posed by the Commission. July 23, Archbishop Fagiolo, on behalf of the Prefect for the Congregation for Institutes of Consecrated Life and Societies of Apostolic Life, sends a letter to each defendant containing a copy of the Major Commission's preliminary findings and recommendations to the Congregation. July 26, third meeting on the procedures and the substance related to canonical issues is held in Detroit. In addition for, to their religious provincials, Sister Christine Mulcahy, SSND, and Father Dennis Thierson, SDS, and former provincial junior, former provincial father Paul Portland, the defendants have their uh, advisors present. Bishop Flynn Snyder, Bishop John Snyder, Bishop of St. Augustine, Florida, Reverend Bruce Williams, O.P., and Dr. James Hannigan, Chairman of the Theology Department, Duquesne University, Pittsburgh. The advisors will help formulate the defendants' responses to the Commission and the Holy See. Monsignor Leonard Scout, Leonard Scott, Judicial Vicar, Diocese of Camden is also present. Bishop John Snyder offers personal testimony on Nugent and Gramic presentation, Nugent and Gramic's presentation in his diocese. He states the nun and priest were positive in terms of do the doctrinal content, especially in terms of their sensitivity and awareness of the pastoral needs of gays and lesbians. During the meeting, it is agreed that Gramic's name on an ad in the National Catholic Reporter for Mary Pence, the feminist alternative to the Vatican's Peter Pence, Peter's Pence collection would not be a consideration at the hearings. August 31, the media are advised that three meetings of the commission with the defendant have taken place in Detroit. The defense team requests access to all the correspondence received by the media commission. The members of the defense team are informed that only 11 of the 250 responses received by the commission were written in a opposition, were written in opposition to Nugent and Tam Gramic. Access to the actual correspondence to the commission is denied. October 4, the major commission's report of the findings of the commission 
studying the writings of ministry of Sister Janine Gramick, SSND, and Father Robert Nugent, SDS, is made public. The Media Commission expresses praise for the defendants, courage and zeal, and for the love and compassion that Nugent Gramick have exhibited in their important and needed ministry. It finds, however, that some of their views are on homosexual behavior are expressed in building bridges as expressed in building bridges are ambiguous and doctrinally deficient or erroneous. Uh, the commission states that while Gramic and Nugent were ordered by the Holy See to separate themselves from New Way's ministry in 1984, they did not do so. The commission concludes that while it clearly recognizes the value of certain aspects of their ministry, it is obligated to point out the other significant areas that are problematic. The complete report of the Media Commission to the Holy See that includes the official minutes of the, of the three Detroit meetings, press releases on the commission, a copy of Building Bridges, and the recommendations of the commission were not made public. October 11, defendants and their U.S. superiors received copy of major commission report. November 9, Sister Christine Mulcahy informs Archbishop Major she is disappointed in the commission report. January 1, 1995, in Father Nugent's new superior, Father Dennis Thiessen, opposes the commission report. Sister Janine Gramick, the director of the Lesbian Gay Ministry for the Baltimore province of the School Sisters of Notre Dame, plays Yenta to a group of lesbian women religious in the Baltimore, Washington area. The result is the founding of Woman Journey Writing Weavings, a forum newsletter for lesbian religious based for lesbian religious issued by New Ways Ministry. January 11, Sister Christine Mulcahy reiterates her opposition to the Maida Commission report. She said it made possible misleading inferences. She also complains that Gramic and Nugent's superiors were not given copies of the Commission's recommendations to the Holy See, nor were they made privy to the disciplinary action the Commission recommended to the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith. January 12, 25, Gramic and Nugent respond to the Major Commission report. In a lengthy statement, they dispute the overall charge of the Commission that they have not supported the Church's teachings on homose homosexuality. They claim that they were denied the process and suffered at the hands of prejudicial and insensitive inquisitors. Attached to their response were letters of support for their ministry from 19 American bishops. Bishop Thomas J. Costello, 1987, Bishop Francis A. Quinn, 1989, Bishop John J. McGrath, 1989, Bishop Kenneth J. Pavish, 19, 1991, Bishop Leroy T. Matheson, 1992, 1994, Bishop Gerald O'Keefe, 1994, Bishop Joseph L. Imish, 1994, Bishop Lawrence L. McNamara, 1994, Bishop Charles A. Buswell, 1994, Bishop Walter F. Sullivan, 1994, Bishop William A. Hughes, 1994, Bishop Robert F. Moreau, 1994, Bishop Raymond A. Lucker, 1994, Bishop Matthew H. Clark, 1994, Bishop William Friend, 1994, Bishop John S. Cummins, 1994, Bishop P. Francis Murphy, 1994, Bishop Frank Rodmer, 1994, and Bishop Peter A. 
1994. February 12, Sister Patricia Flynn writes to the CICL in Rome in support of Sister, Sister Gramic's ministry and expresses a willingness to be of aid to the congregation. She is notified by letter that the congregation has sufficient materials on which to make a sound judgment in the case. February 22, Gramic and Nugent respond to, in writing to the Maeda Commission report and its findings. The response contains their views on the naturalness of homosexuality, the nature of homosexual acts. Homosexuality is an inborn condition, the role of the social sciences in illuminating new insights into homosexual behavior, and the overwhelming support for Gremick and Nugent and their homosexual ministry by Catholic religious orders and diocesan bishops. October 4, 1990. October 4, Bishop Thomas Gumbleton, Cardinal Major's Auxiliary, receives New Way's Bridge Building Award for his advocacy of gay rights and defense of dignity in New Ways, 1996. The Media Commission is, report is received by the Congregation for Institutes of Consecrated Life and Societies of Apostolic Life, CICL, in late 1995 or early 1996. Because, because of the um, grave doctrinal questions related to Gramic and Nugent's writings, the CICL turns the case over to the Congregation for the Doctrine of Faith. Gramic and Nugent and their superiors do not learn of this change, however, until late 1997. February 22, the CICL asked Gramic and Nugent to respond in writing to three questions related to homosexual orientation, heterosexuality versus homosexuality, and moral limitation. November, Nugent's article reaching out to parents of homosexuals appears in Lagorian magazine. The author is billed as the coordinator of the Catholic Parents Network. The headquarters for the CPN is listed as 637 Dover Street, Nugent's residence. Nugent is also listed as a consultor for the NCCB committee and dra that drafted Always Our Children. 1997, Nugent and Gramic learn that Rome is reviewing other texts besides building bridges, including their newest book, Voices of Hope, 1995. March 7 to 9, New Ways holds its fourth national symposium on the teaching church, teaching the churches, teaching church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The conference receives the endorsement of numerous religious orders, including the School Sisters of Notre Dame, Baltimore Province, SSND Chicago Provincial Council, Mankato Provincial Council, and the Wilson, Connecticut Provincial Council, the Loretto Community and Sisters of the Divine Savior Salvatorian Sisters, North American Province, April 11 to 13. Corn Gramic and Nugent, under the auspices of the Catholic Parents Network, conduct a retreat for parents of homosexuals. May 10 to June 30. Gramic and Nugent host a Catholic Parents Network retreat in Ronkon. Coma, Long Island, New York. The event is promoted in the newsletter of the National Association of Catholic Diocesan Lesbian and Gay Ministries. NACDLGM maintains close relations with the NCCB slash USCC. October 24, 20 years after the creation of New Ways Ministry, the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, with the approval of the Pope, issues a formal contestatio that declares the writings of Gramic and Nugent grave 
contain grave errors and represent a clear and present danger to the faithful. In erroneous and dangerous propositions in the publications, building bridges and voices of hope, the Holy See declares that the work of the two religious often involves a studied ambiguity regarding a faithful presentation of the truth of the church teaching on homosexuality and thus does a disservice to the church to those who engaged in the pastoral care of homosexual persons and to those seeking guidance from the church. It can never be forgotten that only what is true can ultimately be pastoral. This neglect of the church's position presents prevents homosexual men and women from receiving the care they need and to which they have a right. December 19, Cardinal Ratzinger and Archbishop Tarsicio Berton, Secretary to the CDF, meet with General Superiors Patricia Flynn, SSND, and Reverend Carl Hoffman, SDS, in Rome. Ratzinger informs them that the case of Father Nugent and Sister Gramic has been transferred from the CICL to the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith because grave doctrinal issues were involved in their writings. 1998, February 5, Sister Gramic responds to the CDF Contestatio of October 24, 1997. She holds that the Catholic Church will ultimately change its position on the intrinsic sinfulness of homosexuality, setting the Vatican's 1975 document Declaration on Certain Questions Concerning Sexual Ethics that affirmed four basic tenets favorable to homosexuality. One, it made a distinction between orientation and act. Two, it distinguished between the temporary homosexual and the permanent or constitutional homosexual. It supported homosexual rights, dignity, and special pastoral care. And four, it attacked unjust discrimination and violence against homosexuality at, as dual evils. February 6, Father Nugent files his response to the CDF Contestatio of October 24, 1997. Attached to this document was a letter from Father Carl Hoffman stating that he believed, stating he believed that Nugent should be free to continue his ministry to homosexuals. February 10, Sister Patricia Flynn Gramic's superior informs the CDF that she has asked Gramic to correct the errors in her writings on homosexuality. Reverend Carl Hoffman, SDS Gen Superior General in Rome, informs the CDF that Nugent wants to continue his ministry. February 12, Sister Patricia Flynn requests um, another meeting with the Vatican officials. February 22, Sister Flynn's request is denied. May 4th, Garnick, Gramic and Nugent conduct a workshop sponsored by the Catholic Parents Network and Parents and Friends of Lesbians and Gays, PFLAG, for parents of homosexuals and clergy, religious and laymen at the Christ Episcopal Church in Dayton, Ohio. Gramic explained how she and Nugent have continued to influence the NCCB slash USCC. She tells her audience that the original draft of Always for Our Children stated that homosexual acts are not sinful if a person prays before engaging in them and reaches the judgment that such acts are not sinful. The sentence was edited out of the final draft, she said, because certain bishops had felt that it would not pass through the administration's committee of the NCCB. May 6, 20, an ordinary session of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith finds Nugent's and Gramic's responses to the Congregation 
unsatisfactory. The congregation decides that the defendants should sign a professional face in which they share, in which they declare their service, in which they declare their interior assent to the teachings of the Catholic Church on homosexuality and to acknowledge billing bridges and voices of hope contain errors. The profession of faith. With firm faith, I believe in God. I believe that God, creating human beings as male and female, has created them equal in persons, equal as persons, and complementary to at complementary as male and female. In marriage, they are united by God and become one flesh. Galatians, Genesis 2.24 In a union that is by its very nature ordered to the procreation and education of offspring, CF Genesis 1.28 And to the good of the spouse, uh, CF Gordium S. Bayes 12.48.51 Familiaris Consortio 11.15 Mulieris Dignitatum 6.7 Codex Juris Canonici Can 10.55 Catechism of the Catholic Church 3.71-3.72 I firmly accept and hold that every baptized person clothed with Christ at Galatians 3.27 is called to live the virtue of chastity according to his particular state of life. The married persons are called to live free conjugal chastity. All others must practice chastity in the form of continence. Sexual intercourse may take place only within marriage. See a persona humana. 7, 11 to 12. The familiaris consortia, consortio 11. Catechism of the Catholic Church, 2048-2050. I also firmly accept and hold that homosexual acts are always objectively evil on the solid foundation of a constant biblical testimony which presents homosexual acts as grave as acts of grave depravity. C.F. Genesis 19.1-29 Leviticus 18.22-10.13 Romans 1.24-27 1 Corinthians 6 like 6-10 to 1 Timothy 1.10 Tradition has always declared that homosexual acts are intrinsically disordered C.F. Persona Humana, 8. Homosexual Tatus Problema, 3.8. Catechism of the Catholic Church, 2357-2396. I affirm with religious submission of will and intellect to the teaching that the homosexual inclination, though not as in itself a sin, constitutes a tendency towards behavior that is intrinsically evil, and therefore should be con- should be must be considered objectively disordered. Heterosexualitatis problema three catechism of the Catholic Church twenty three fifty eight. I also ad- I also adhere with religious submission of will and intellect to the teachings teaching that while homosexual persons must be received with respect and protected from all unjust forms of discrimination, no one can claim any any right to engage in homosexual behavior. See a persona humana 8, homosexual status, problema 9 to 10, catechism of the Catholic Church 2358. Moreover, I also adhere with religious submission of will and intellect to the teaching that homosexual persons, by the virtues of self-mastery, which lead to inner freedom by prayer and sacramental grace and other forms of 
assistance can advance toward Christian perfection, homosexual childish problema 12, Catechism of the Catholic Church, 2359. June 27, Sister Rosemary Horace, the newly installed General Superior of the SSND in Rome, informs Gramic that her response to the contestatio is unsatisfactory. To the CDF, Gramic refuses to give any assent whatsoever to the teaching of the Church on homosexuality. July 4th, Reverend Carl Hoffman in Rome informs Newton that his response to the contestatio is unsatisfactory to the CDF. Nugent formulates his own version of the proclamation of faith with elements that are contrary to the church's church teachings on homosexuality. July 29, Gramic files another response to her unsatisfactory contestatio with the CDF. August 6, Nugent responds from London, England, where he is on a six-month sabbatical. He writes that he stands by the corrections he made to the CDF's profession of faith. He stated that he had never been charged with public dissent from magisterial teachings. Nugent concludes that he takes full responsibility for any failures in his writings and harm contain- coming from his, from his actions or writings. He states he accepts the Church's doctrine contained in Persona Humana, 1975, Homosexualitis, Homosexualitis Problema, 1986, and the Catechism of the Catholic Church, 1994, and the adherence that is due to it. Fall. In an article titled, Addressing Celibacy Issues with Gay and Lesbian Candidates in Horizon, the Journal of the National Religious Vocation Conference, Nugent attacks the idea that one size fits all when working with seminarians who have different backgrounds, including different sexual orientation. He is critical of a highly idealized or over-spiritual celibacy formation program not in touch with the concepts, language, and sexual realities of these diverse individuals. December 22, Reverend Carl Hoffman, SDS, with, tells Nugent his clarifications are not acceptable to the CDF. A deadline of two weeks is set by the CDF for Nugent to sign the profession of faith. 1999, January 25, Nugent sends a letter to Archbishop Bertone, Secretary of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith in Rome. He states that he will not sign the profession of faith of the the CDF and instead submits an alternative document that is rejected by the CDF. He says he wants the investigation to end and his ministry to homosexuals to continue. February 11, Gramic and Nugent present a seminar on Always Our Children under the auspices of the Catholic Parents Network in Springfield, Illinois, as the invitation of homosexual bishop Daniel Ryan. They also give the same presentation in Palm Beach, Florida, under homosexual bishop Joseph K. Simmons. May 14, Pope John Paul II approves of CDF notification on Sister Gramic and Father Nugent and orders it printed. July 1, Father Nugent and Sister Gramic are summoned to Rome by their superiors. July 9, Archbishop Vincent Fagiolo sends an advanced copy of the CDF notification document to the president of the NCCB slash USCC. July 11, the Vatican releases the 1,700-word Statement of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith issued on May 31, 1999, titled Notification from the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith regarding Sister Janine Gramic, SSND, and Father Robert Nugent, SDS, concerning the final disposition of the 
Gramic and Nugent case. The Vatican rules that Gramic and Nugent are permanently prohibited from any pastoral work regarding homosexual persons, and they are ineligible for an undisclosed period for any office respective of religious institutions. No disciplinary action, however, is taken against the superiors of the school sisters of Notre Dame and the Salvatorians, who knowingly aided and abetted Gramic and Nugent in their homosexual postulate for more than three decades. And in a later clarification, Colonel Ratzinger, prefect for the CDF, states that the two religious are certainly prohibited from any involvement with workshops, retreats, liturgical celebrations, and any other pastoral initiative for homosexual persons or their parents. On the matter of their writings and publication of books, Ratzinger states that the canonical norm presently in force, binding in all religious, must be observed. Finally, with regard to Father Nugent, Ratzinger said that the priest may continue to preach and minister the sacraments, but not for gatherings of homosexual persons. Bishop Joseph A. Florenza, Fiorenza of the Diocese of Galveston, president of the NCCB, issues a statement on the disciplinary action taken by the Holy See against Sister Gramic and Father Nugent. He advises that the American bishops share a commitment to homosexual ministry. Fiorenza said that the Meta Commission did not find their ministry to homosexuals to be without positive aspects. And he added, the teaching of the church cannot be used to justify bigotry in any form. Uh, Adam Cardinal Meda expresses his opinion that the judicial process used for the Meda Commission hearing was fair to the defendants and capably handled. He joined with his fellow commissioners, Monsignor James Mulligan and Dr. Janet Smith, in the hope and prayer that Father Nugent and Sister Gramic can find the way to accept the decision of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith. July 14, Nugent and Gramic, who have just returned from Rome, see the CDF notification copy for the first time. Gramic announces that she announces she is taking a one-month leave of absence for a private retreat. July 22, Bishop Walter Sullivan, president of the Christie Issues press release calling upon NCSB President Joseph Biranza and the U.S. Catholic bishops to appeal the Vatican's judgment against Sister Gramic and Father Nugent by reason of the fact that the Holy See's negative assessment of their ministry to homosexuals runs counter to the NCCB Administrative Board, Board Pastoral, Always Our Children. July, New Ways organizes a national letter-write-in campaign to support Nugent and Gramic against the CDF's notification. July 23, Gramic issues her statement on the CDF judgment the statement is a reprinted and circulated by the Association for the Rights of Catholics in the Church. In the statement, the nun tells a story about her early meeting of Dominic Bash. She also claims her right to privacy of conscience and states that she has tried to follow the common ground model of the late Colonel Bernardin. She pleads with unhappy homosexuals and their families not to leave church. August 10, Gramic consults with the General Superior Provincial and General Counsel for the School Sisters of Notre Dame. September 23, Gramic thanks the SSND for their support. She states that her religious order evaluated her ministry to homosexuals in 1982 and 1985 and approved of it. She states that the major commission ignored her religious superiors and intruded upon her private beliefs. 
She also claims that the SSND's gay and lesbian ministry is to is in line with the Constitution of School Sisters of Notre Dame. She says that her order fights injustice. She tells the National Catholic Reporter that she will not defy the Vatican, but will work to have its decision overturned. October 22, Gramic speaks out, speaks on her experience with the Vatican and her effort to overturn the CDF on her ministry to homosexuals at DePaul University in Chicago. She says that she says she not only had support for new ways from her own religious order, but also from the National Conference of Catholic Bishops. She said she attended the convention of national of the National Association of Catholic Diocesan Lesbian Gay Ministry just four days earlier. The School Sisters of Notre Dame created the fund create the fund for lesbian and gay ministry within the Baltimore province. 2000. January 30, Gramic and Nugent address the San Diego and Los Angeles chapters of the call to action at the Mother of Good Council Church. The event is part of Gramic's national tour to speak up against the ban by the CDF. May 23 to 24, Gramic and Nugent are ordered to Rome by the CDF. They are both served with a formal order of silence by their superiors. The original CDF director on, of July 14, 1999, was expanded by their religious superiors in Rome to include speaking or writing about the ban or the ecclesiastical process that led up to it, speaking or writing on matters related to homosexuality, protesting against the ban, or encouraging the faithful to publicly express dissent from the official magisterium and criticizing the magisterium in any public forum whatsoever and concerning homosexuality or related cases, related issues. May 25, Gramic responds to the silencing penalty with a public statement that opens with the line, society bears the pain of battered women. She says that the Vatican has violated the principles of fair justice, fair judicial procedure, as outlined in the Catholic Church's document, Justice in the World, Power 45. I choose to obey the voice of God within me, and in this instance, the voice of God is saying that I should not collaborate with my own oppression. Sister Gramic is warned that she could be dismissed from the school sisters of Notre Dame. May 26, SSND provincial sister Joan Burke in Baltimore states that Gramic will follow her conscience. May 30, Nugent agrees to accept the decision of the S of the CDF and express his intention to implement it accordingly. June 16, Loretto sister Maureen Fiedler, co-director of the Coyote Center, the parent group of New Ways, urges the superiors of the school sisters of Notre Dame to stop cooperating with the Vatican. June 16, Sister Joan Burke, SSND in Baltimore, states she will, she will oversee the activities of Sister Gramic, Sister Rosemary Haworth, General Superior of the SSND in Rome, informs the Holy See that the school sisters of Notre Dame will continue their ministry to gays and lesbians. September 16, Gramic delivers a speech at Haverford College in Philadelphia on the place of silencing in the teaching of the church. January 5, Gramic publicly states that as an SSND nun, she will not be silenced and that she will ignore the CDF sanctions of July 1999. She states that as of January 5, 2001, she had not as yet received a formal 
warning by her superiors. Nugent says he has signed the Declaration of Faith and will ride things out. He says disciplinary actions and punishments die with the Pope, and they would have to be reconfirmed by a new administration. He is correctly doing parish. He is currently doing parish and adult education work. February three, Gramic addresses a New Ways conference at Christ the King Parish in Oakland, California. The conference is sponsored by Dignity San Francisco, San Jose, and the local chapter of Call to Action. February fifteen to twenty-five, Gramic hosts a pilgrimage to the Holy Land and Egypt. May 6, during Pride Fest America, a week-long celebration of gay and lesbian culture held in Philadelphia. A Sister Gramic has given to given the Tom Stoddard National Role Model Award as a tribute to her campaign for civil rights for homosexuals. August, Sister Janine Gramic announces that she has left the school Sisters of Notre Dame and has joined the Sisters of Loretto based in Denver. The transfer proves the SSND, the transfer spares the SSND from dismissing Gramic from their order. Gramic says her transfer to a new religious community makes the directive on silencing by her former SSND superior no longer valid. Sister Ann Coyle, former president of the Sisters of Loretto, states that Gramic's work fits with the Order's mission of peace and justice. Asked what the Loretto Order will do if the Vatican tries again to silence Gramic, Coyle said, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. The Sisters of Loretto have set up a tax-deductible Sister Janine City, Sister Janine Gay Ministry Fund to help Gramic continue her pro-homosexual activities and New Ways has a campaign to raise funds to permit Gramic to continue her work. This, dear reader, is about where we came in 32 years ago. Final thoughts on the Gramic-Nugent affair. The notification by the Congregation for the Faith on May 31, 1999, was absolutely correct in its condemnation and silencing of Sister Jane Gramic and Father Nugent. The problem is that it was too little and too late. The damage is done, and it is both incalculable and, barring a first-class miracle, irreparable. For many religious congregations, already teetering on the brink of extinction after the fallout of the Second Vatican Council. The wide-scale homosexual colonization of male religious orders and the diocesan priesthood and the speed of lesbianism in in convents and female religious orders fostered by New Ways and other members of the homosexual collective in the Catholic Church has proven to be the final coup de grace. There are, of course, many lingering questions about the whole affair, beginning with the Media Commission and an utter lack of competent research and investigation into the backgrounds of Gramic and Newton and their New Ways apostolate, which the Commission praised in a number of sections in the report. The Commission report quotes a number of errors found in Gramic and Newton's building bridges but it failed to recognize the central fact that New Ways is a political organization, not a religious one. The commission ignored the burning question to what and to whom are Sister Gramic and Father Nugent building bridges? Why should the church seek to build bridges to the most perverse of all vices and to the homosexual collective that is distinguished solely by the promotion and practice of that vice. In short, the Major Commission report was an affront to the many faithful Catholics who have been battling against New Ways and its founders for more than 30 years. The Holy See's investigation was little better than that 
of the Mitre Commission, even though the doctrine, even though the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith reached the correct decision in the end. The formal formal contestatio erroneous and dangerous propositions in the publications building Bridges and Voices of Hope and the notification from the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith regarding Sister Janine Gramick, SSND, and Father Robert Nugent, SDS, contain numerous ill-advised concessions to the homosexual collective within and without the church. There remains, of course, the $64,000 question as to why only Sister Gramick and Father Nugent were told to make the profession of faith. After all, from, from day one, they were egged on and supported by their respective superiors of the school sisters of Notre Dame and the Salvatorians. They had the active support of at least 19 American bishops and the S and the NCCB slash USCC. Their case was argued before the MITRE Commission by well-known supporters of the homosexual collective, including the notorious Father Bruce Williams, OP, who teaches at the Angelicum in Rome and has actively supported gay rights. Why were these prelates or religious superiors deprived of the honor of also signing the profession of faith? In fact, given the current state of the crisis in the, on the universal church, why are not all seminarians, clergy, and religious at the time of their ordination as well as all bishops, cardinals, and lay peop- laymen in positions of higher education in Catholic universities and colleges required to make the profession of faith. Let the signers think of, think of it as a replacement for the oath against modernism of St. Pius X that Pope Paul VI discarded. No, better yet, let them take both. And this is my end of my reading of the volume four of the Rite of Sodomy. I'm going to postpone my reading of the Catechism because I'm now at 52 minutes and I don't want to run over my time. So I'll end my podcast here. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Please forgive my many mistakes in the reading of this volume four section. Uh, I have no excuse. I'm just as uh, tired, so please forgive me. Uh, may God bless this podcast, and may the Holy Spirit use it to touch people's hearts. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>